This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and I've got a houseful today in the studio. We have five people that are candidates for school board for Bemidji, District 31. And the unique thing about these five is they are campaigning together. They're campaigning together for change in the Bemidji School District. And I'm going to have each of them introduce themselves. You're going to be hearing a lot more about these candidates. I think a lot of you listening, especially in the Bemidji area, have probably already heard some things, maybe saw some signs, some billboards, that kind of thing. Uh, But this is really going to be interesting, and I encourage you to turn up the radio and uh, listen to what they all have to say. We're going to go ladies first, and uh, no particular order, but I, I Anna starts with A. So, <laughs> what I, Anna, welcome, first of all. How are you? Thank you. Good. And you've been in the studio before. Yeah, it's I have. awesome. I think most of you have. But uh, real quick, it, let us know about you and your desire to uh, run for school board. How did that happen? Well, that happened um, a little over a year ago. Um, you know, I have three kids in the school district, and I got to see firsthand what COVID did to them when they kept them home. Um, and then um, my youngest was in grade school, so she got to go back. But my older two that were um, in the middle school had to stay home. I'm a full-time employee, so um, they were pretty much, you know, teaching themselves. And um, I just didn't like what was going on. And I thought, well, you know, it's time for change. And so I showed up to that um, school board meeting last August, and it was just kind of from there is how it went. That was kind of a notorious meeting. There's no doubt about it. And it was really frustrating for a lot of parents, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was a good turnout. Um, A lot of fired up uh, people. You know, that summer we thought that the masks were going to be done and um, it was the kids were going to be able to just go back to being kids. And um, at the last minute, they changed their minds and uh, it fired up a lot of community members, not only parents, but um, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles. Yeah. All around. And part of the reason why we have so many candidates running for school board. Uh, real quick before we move on, you've been to most school board meetings since that night, haven't you? I have. I have. Yeah. The only ones um, I've missed a few, and that was because uh, the high school had their choir concert on the same night, and my daughter was in choir, and. You know, there are only kids once. Yeah, that's about it. Anna Manneke, thank you very much. And we'll get back to you. Nicole, come on up. Nicole Jaronson. And, of course, you uh, know Anna very well, correct? I do. Yeah. And you were, were you at that meeting as well in August? Yes, the, I was at that meeting in August. We all kind of stood outside and we all walked in together, not knowing yeah. each other then, but we know each other very well now. <laughs> so a little bit about you and uh, your family and why you are running for school board. So I'm um, born and raised, graduated from Bemidji High School. Um, I have two kids in the Bemidji School District. I joined because just like Anna, we saw what detriment it did to our kids um, keeping them home, um, not allowing them to be in school like our surrounding other schools in other towns around us were allowing their kids to do. Um, I, too, work full time. So my kids were at home teaching themselves. I was also in school at the same time. So I do my homework, trying to teach my kids their homework. And it infuriated me that my kids were having to learn at home when they should have been in school where they belong and what it did to them. Hmm. 
you know, it's funny because it's fired up parents all over the United States, as you well know. Absolutely. You know, and the thing of it is, did you know much about the school board before that night? I was oblivious. I thought they were yeah. doing what was right for our community and our kids, and that turned to be wrong. See, it's interesting because I think most parents really aren't all that plugged into what happens on the school or maybe don't even know who the school board is. But now you've been going to a lot of meetings as well, and you've learned a lot more. Uh, and it's more than just uh, the masking issue that has you a little bit fired up. Absolutely. So. You see a whole lot more when you're actually sitting in those meetings yeah. and the information you get and the facial remarks from certain people and just all of the information all the way around that you get um, really has put the yeah. whole picture together. And it's not just one thing. We have a huge problem going on. Nicole Jernson, we're going to hear more from her in just a little bit. Marie, why don't you step up to that one? Marie Ritchie is here as well. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. You're running. You're uh, one of the five that are in this room running together. And tell us a little bit about yourself and why you've decided to run. Uh, well, I'm born and raised here in Bemidji, and um, I have five siblings, and two of my brothers were in the school district. Uh, last year Hmm. when the big masking fiasco happened and my little brother was the one who kind of pulled me into it and um, I started to talk to parents and and I went to some meetings and then we went to the school board meeting and um, I spoke there and hopefully trying to represent some other parents who had concerns and I sort of act as a mother for my younger brothers so I was (laughs) mostly there on their behalf originally and then I just started talking to more and more parents who were so frustrated about not being listened to. And no matter what they said, no one was getting back to them. No one was answering. And then the meeting, it just seemed like the school board really wasn't paying attention to anything they had to say. Yeah, that really was the biggest frustration, I think, in some ways, wasn't it? That it just sort of looking down on parents. I I heard Mm -hmm. that from a a number of people. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Would you say that was... Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. And I think, I mean, there's no guarantee that we're going to agree on everything. I mean, everyone is different. Everyone's an individual with different perspectives and everything. And I don't expect everyone to agree, but I certainly expected a lot more respect than what was shown. And I think that a lot of parents felt angry and and then that anger was um, not even understood. There was no desire to understand the anger. It was all just... uh, invoking more fear and they brought police officers in and it just escalated everything and I feel like when you take on a position of leadership part of your job is to diffuse situations and to understand people where they're coming from and I didn't feel like there was any effort to do that yeah was it a hard decision for you to run for school board or absolutely well (laughs) I have funny um funny you should say that I actually had my third baby a uh, couple days before I filed for school mm. to run for school board, and congratulations! I, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had her, and then I was going back and forth on running, and I had some a friend call and talk to me, and I felt that God really wanted me to do it, so I yeah. went and filed. Mm. We'll get back to you too, Marie Ritchie, <laughs> running for school board. Dave Wall, step on up to the mic. Good to see you, Dave. You've been in here before as yes. a local author and so forth, and. Uh, and, and I should say that everyone in this room, one of the things they have in common is they love Jesus. And that's mm-hmm. an important part. Uh, and truth is a, is a huge thing. I think our audience needs to know that. But Dave, how about you? Uh, a little bit more about you and why you decided to run for school board. 
Okay, well, <clears throat> I am a father of five. Uh, all my kids are done school, and they've been through a mix of uh, homeschooling, boarding school, public school. My three youngest graduated from BHS, and I actually thought, you know, my time and responsibility for being involved was done, uh, but I do have uh, 12 and a half grandchildren uh, that mm-hmm. are coming along. And uh, I was approached as well by friends that understand my value system and where I come from and my ability to articulate that too, um, that approached me, they approached me and asked me to consider running. And boy, it wasn't on my radar three months ago, Um, but I was willing to pray about it. My wife and I discussing it and, uh, you know, looking at that, hey, uh, if this is what God wants us to do, let's do it, you know. And I come at it, um, I wasn't at those meetings, but I'm totally in line with what the gals have been saying so far. And I come at it from a, more of a national perspective, which, you know, what's going on in our country, You, if you don't realize some of the things coming down the pike with, whether it's CRT or all the g- gender issues going yeah. on, that, that does trickle down to this level. And for me... I don't want to see kids being indoctrinated. I want to see them being educated. That doesn't mean they, really, that means they they get critical uh, thinking skills in the process, whether it's math or science or social studies, whatever it is, and not to be a one-sided indoctrination type of a a deal. And and I want to get involved and stand up and say, hey, parents are the most important, the school system assist parents in helping their kids get equipped for life that's what it should be defined at as not taking the role of the parents not usurping parents but an assistance to helping parents equip their kids and that's really where i'm coming at in this that's good thank you dave we'll get back to you dave wall and justin hoover is here as well veteran of the studio how are you doing there sir yeah i'm well thank you phil good good well you why uh why are you doing this mr justin hoover yeah well uh, i attended a school board meeting as well the one in august and i was sitting there and just felt compelled by the holy spirit to stand up and speak i really did not want to I didn't want to do it. I wasn't even there. I wasn't planning on being there, but a friend called me and invited me and found myself sitting in the chair, just um, fighting, wrestling with the Lord, you know, and I went up. I felt like God had given me something to say and went up and spoke and um, afterwards was just praying. And I really felt a burden, a, a calling from God to run for school board and I wasn't expecting that in any way, but when God calls you to something, you need to be obedient because blessings will follow. And um, I had some parents come to me afterwards and just thank me that I was a voice. And I saw that, you know, the Holy Spirit really was in it and God was behind it. So the next step was when it came time to file is to follow God's call on obedience and go file. So um, I believe that you know, God is in this and, you know, there's an incredible opportunity that we have here with uh, five open positions to make uh, real and lasting change in the generations to come in our community. 
and the next generation, what happens in those schools and what we teach them and how we protect them uh, is going gonna, is gonna to affect our community for many, many years to come. And Jesus tells us to be lights, to let our light shine, that Christians need to be in these positions. We need to be on city councils. We need to be in school boards. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm running is I, I feel compelled by the Lord. So your observation when you were at the school board meeting is clearly change was needed on the board. No doubt in your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, you had 90 parents or, you know, a large number of parents pleading with the board for change and they refused to do it. And, um, you know, when you're an elected person, you're, you're there to represent the community. And when you don't listen to the community and you don't carry out the will of the community, you're, you're not doing what you were elected to do. And that's what was happening. And a lot of frustration um, in the community. Parents were discouraged and frustrated. And, you know, we can make a difference, I feel. So, yeah, there needs to be change. Absolutely. And there's more that's coming. There's more attacks that are coming. We're not done. COVID's in the past. We hope, we pray it's in the past. But what's next? What's coming? What's coming yeah. next down the pipeline towards these kids? What's coming in our schools? What are we going to try to indoctrinate them with? Um, and you know, we need truth right now. We need to have morals taught in our schools, and we need the truth. We need the gospel in our schools, yeah. and not hostility towards the gospel and towards Christians. So there's definitely change that's needed. It's possible right now. I just want to encourage everyone: get out and vote. Go to votebemidji.com. That's the website where you can see all five of us. If you can't remember our names, votebemidji.com. And all five of us are there. And tell your friends. Put it on your Facebook. Spread the word, votebemidji.com. And um, let's see lasting change happen in this community. So the, the five of you got together, which I think is genius, first of all. There's five openings. There's three for a four-year term and two for a two-year term. And that's what you guys represent, because when you filed, you had to decide whether you were going to do four-year or two-year. So you, Justin, are two-year? I'm a two-year, and Marie's a two-year. Okay, and Dave and Anna and Nicole are four-year. Getting the five together, there might be some of our listeners that are curious, how did that happen? I mean, can you, can you explain that? And first of all, why is it important that the five of you run together? We'll let the others touch on it as well, but let's start with you. Okay. Um, well, it's critically important because if I just get elected or Marie just gets elected or, or one of us or two of us even just get elected, we're not going to be able to make any change. So if it, we're all like-minded in the sense of, you know, we don't, we, we don't want to stand, we stand for conservative values. You know, we believe in, um, you know, protecting our children from things like critical race theory and, um, you know, making it and, and looking at the budget and deciding, you know, what's happened with the budget. How do we get into this mess that we're in? And, you know, how can we make a change to see, you know, a positive outcome? So, um, you know, we're all on the same page. And if we're going to make change happen, we have to run as a group. There's 23 candidates that are running. So, you know, you have to we had to just pick and say we all knew each other from uh, the meeting and from working together. So and church and church, uh, three of you. Same so, church, so, yeah, you know, as a united group, I mean, that's what's really important is don't just vote for Justin Hoover. I, I, I mean it like we, we need all five yeah. of us. So, OK, and I want you to comment on that. You kind of uh, got this started, if you will. You and Nicole got together. I mean, you guys have signs out there, you and Nicole. And you knew you were going to run a long time ago. You came in here. I think it was January. It, well, it was February. It was right February. after the um, 
the high school kids stood up and said, we're not doing this mass thing anymore. Yeah. Yes, and I we that. came in here um, because we wanted to congratulate them for standing up for their rights and having the backbone um, that a lot of community members didn't even have to do. Um, and so that day, Phil, I believe you looked at Nicole and I and asked us about if we were going to run. And we had thrown the idea around and we looked at each other and said, well, I guess we are. <laughs> and um, yeah. so we just kind of hit the ground running. Um, and we've been out in the open about that we were going to be running since then. Yeah. And um, kind of got our team together. And that's how we got with these three, too. You know, I, I knew Justin and Marie um, just from working with them. Nicole and I have known each other for 20 years. Oh. Um, but they all bring in something different. Nicole and I, you know, we have kids in the school district. We have seen the hurt um, that they had, but we need, you know, someone with financial background. That's right. And um, just, they bring in a lot of different. Yeah, but uh, for you too, it'd be frustrating if it was just you or you and Nicole that won and, you know, because there's five openings. That's that's the issue. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's important. To, and again, votebemidji.com has information on all of you. And and there's signs out there. There's You're going to be running some radio ads on four different stations. And so unifying. And so far, that's gone over pretty well, hasn't it? It has. Um, getting out and door knocking, meeting uh, the community has been great. We've had really good um, experience with that. Yeah. Um, and so when people can see you um, yeah. in, in the flesh is, speaks a lot. We're going to be having a meet and greet this Friday. Yeah. Um, and so people can come and bring their questions to us. Yeah. Okay. Nicole, let's uh, have you weigh in again as well. Lots of issues out there coming together, the five of you. That's been a, a good thing. And, and uh, I think the community is responding well. And we need people to vote for all five, right? Absolutely. In the beginning, when we started, we didn't know who was all going to be running, you know, because yeah. they were kind of tossing it up and we're like, oh, me and Anna looked at each other and we're like, we can fight all we want, the two of us on the board. But if we're not a majority, yeah. we're sitting ducks in a pond and yeah. it wouldn't work very well to fight for our kids because they're not going to listen to us. And, you know, it's interesting. School board is nonpartisan. OK. And so some of the candidates, you don't really know that much about them, but then again, you can find out a little bit by looking at their Facebook pages and things like that. Uh, so I won't pin you down on anything, but there's definitely some people running for school board that do not agree with you on a lot of issues, would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't agree with what you know yeah. we agree with. So people have to be careful when they're voting here for school board. Absolutely. People can put on a really good front and try to hide stuff, and it's yeah. not a good deal. Like, why do we need to cheat and lie and try and make it look good when that's not what they truly stand for? All right, Marie, we're talking about having all five of you run together. And you were telling me the other day of, of going out, door knocking and so forth, the signs. It's really been kind of a neat experience, hasn't it? Oh, definitely. And that was part of the reason that I got as involved as I did, which was definitely not originally part of the plan, was because I just I got to talk to so many people from different perspectives. And 
it really want, made me want to um, get into some leadership to be able to facilitate better relationships because yeah. I feel like that was the biggest breakdown. But again, if you, if you got elected by yourself, that would not be good, would it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, there's I, not. Again, with people that weren't like-minded with you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's uh, that's a big problem is if we just get one person on there, then you know there's they can't really do anything. So that was another big reason that we got together. Yeah. And I know Justin and I had talked before, and we go to the same church, and Dave, so does Dave. And um, when I saw that Justin had filed, and then I saw Dave had filed, I was like, Justin, Dave Wall filed. And then <laughs> we brought him in, and we were like, well, then let's all get together because yeah. we already had a connection that we've been talking to each other behind the scenes. And and then we talked to Anna and Nicole, who'd already had their campaign up and running, and we're like, yeah. well, we're in it now. <laughs> so, And it just was a good fit. Dave, come on up as well. Uh, again, votebemidji.com is where you can go to get a lot of information. You were comfortable with joining up with five, Dave? That just made sense. I mean, it's to me, it's a genius move. Yeah, I was uh, a little surprised to get invited into We had kind of a round table, and we had advisors there, too, which was really yeah. good. and and uh, given us some input uh, with the whole idea of coming together as a five. And it, it, and, and it is a, a good idea because, uh, the, because it's nonpartisan. It's whoever gets the most votes. That's the order it goes in. Yeah. Right? So that's right. if we have us five together and you pour all your votes into us, you're going to be guaranteed that the, the board will be uh, fitted with people yeah. that have uh, good conservative values yeah. and will be able to make some change. Absolutely. There's a lot of issues. Now, we've been talking about some of the obvious that were kind of in the past, I suppose you could say, with the masking and different things, the not being able to be in school. But let's face it, we've got other issues, uh, not just in Bemidji, but at schools all over the place. And, you know, they tried a referendum. There's uh, some financial struggles. Touch on that, Dave, you know, from your business perspective as well. We've got, you know, uh, decision making coming with the Bemidji School District. And again, you want people with common sense values to make some of these upcoming decisions. Sure. Well, you hear a lot of talk about let's get more government funding. Let's get more money pouring in, pouring yeah. in. And and I come from it from a, a standpoint. Well, we do have some revenue and resources that are at our disposal right now. Let's look at the budget in the light of those. And if we come to a place where we can agree on, okay, what is true waste? And we all know that when you get into entities that are involved with government, the spending isn't always so accountable, or I don't know if that's the right word, or responsible that way. And I'm very much a proponent of let's see what we have and let's go from there, work from that point. And then if there are some needs up and above that, I shy away from tying into maybe state funding more because it does come with strings attached. And uh, that's part of the problem, it, isn't it? It is yeah. part of the problem, a huge part of the problem. And I think is it, it, people, if they can understand your heart and your passion and all of this, that we're not just after money. If it is a little bit above, let's explain it clearly. Let's give good open accounting and and transparency in that and say, you've elected us to this position. Here's where where we're at. We've done the number crunching. We're looking at this. This is where we're falling short to really service the needs of the students. What do you think about it as a community? Instead of, we just need more money. 
we're going to have this referendum. Yeah. That's not good good communication yeah. and good stewardship of what we have. Either. Exactly. So. Marie, uh, that same thing for you. It's a big issue here in Bemidji. And, you know, you think about the students. You, you have to think about the teachers as well. Mm-hmm. That's a big expense, the uh, teacher contracts, that kind of thing. But anyway, from your yeah, perspective. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, my, my degree is in accounting. So that was um, one of the things that, one of the reasons that a lot of friends had approached me to run. Sure. Is they're like, I'm sure you have some of the know-how to look at some of these complicated documents and yeah yeah you know riveting stuff like that (laughs) but um i think it is important that we say uh about the referendum that i I think that the school board and and others have sort of made it out as if it was a a reckoning on the schools as if it was revenge on the schools and i think it was actually a, a reckoning for the school board who had made decisions that uh made the community distrust them and then the response to that was we're not giving you any more money because we don't trust you. And it wasn't anything to do with the teachers or the schools. And I think that that's a, that's a misdirect when people um, put it on the the teachers or the people on the ground. And that's a failure of leadership of the school board to not communicate effectively with the public. Because I think that this is a very generous uh, community who cares about kids. That's right. And we want kids to have the best education possible. But if you don't trust leadership, then it's hard to throw more money at it and think that anything's going to get better. That's why a change would be incredibly important. And I know you want to weigh in on that. I'm sure you've thought about this quite a bit uh, with the referendum, the board, what Marie just said. Your thoughts? Yeah, I I completely agree. You know, it's all about being clear with the taxpayers and the community, Um, you know, being involved with going to the school board meetings um the school got about 18 million dollars in ESSER funds which is COVID money a couple years ago and at the end of this current school year they will have gone through all of it and this is kind of where um Nicole and I we had gotten up and talked a few different times and the last time um they, they just never would answer any of our questions even mm-hmm. after. And we knew they wouldn't right at the school board meeting. But, you know, we we would email them and talk to them. They would never say anything back. And we asked them about, you know, where is this money going? And they were never clear to us. And then that's where it um, ended, where they now have the public speaking at the very end. They cut the cameras and um, they've edited Nicole and I out of a couple mm. um, meetings. So that's where the disconnect comes. That's where we want the transparency. Um, everyone has the right to get up and, and ask questions or get a response from an email. Um, and we just we want to be direct with that. Yeah. Nicole, uh, weigh in, in on that as well. You were there, frustrating. The referendum didn't pass. Obviously, the school has some sort of financial issues, uh, but the teachers are a factor as well. We've got new administration. What do you think that means, you know, with all this? I suppose it's hard to say. He's just so new, you know, yeah. dealing with the referendum. But uh, it, We are on the side of caution. Um, yeah. He has a lot of trust he has to earn because it's been broken. We also, since August, you know, we email weekly to the school board. I can say since last August, out of multiple, multiple, multiple emails, I've received one email back from a school board member who's no longer on there as he resigned. Hmm. That's it. Never received any other communication from them whatsoever. 
they need to be held accountable. They need to be held accountable not only to us, but also to teachers. Teachers should have a voice too. And we should be up there listening to their concerns because they're the ones at the forefront teaching our kids and they see what's going on that our eyes don't at all times when we're not there. Okay. So a change is needed. And again, five candidates, they're all here in this room running together. We'll, we'll say their names here again shortly, but votebemidji.com. Justin, you put that website together, I think, right? Come on up to the, uh, to the mic. Yeah, I did, just because I felt compelled that all five yeah. of us get elected. But It's a great we, tool. I mean, wow. Yep, and we were talking earlier together as a group the importance that um, we're losing a lot of our teachers, our yeah. good teachers, our, the best resource that we have in our schools are those teachers that care about the kids. And um, I've spoken to several of them. I'm sure others here have too. And um, they're just facing very challenging times. They're overworked. Class sizes are um, very large and they don't feel like their voice is being heard. They don't have people representing them. So they're quitting. And uh, a lot of them from the middle school I've heard, I don't know exact numbers. I can't get numbers. They won't give them out Mm -hmm. uh, from what I've, I've asked, but just haven't received it. Um, but we're losing our best resource. So, you know, we want to get in those schools and uh, hear from teachers, hear from students and determine why are we in the situation we're in and then what kind of solutions can we come up with and then hold the administration accountable. That's what the board does, holds the administration accountable to carry out the resolutions, the solutions, the vision that the board has. So that's why it's so important that if the five of us get elected, uh, we can we can seriously make change. We can hold the administration accountable. We can be a voice for the teachers and for the students, and we can see real change happen. So, yeah. Now, if for some reason, let's say three of you get elected or four of you, you're going to have to work with other board members. Then you work with them, right? I mean, it's just you get what you get. Absolutely. I mean, three three from what I've heard can still um, you know make, make some decisions and can yeah. stop some things from happening. Five is better. Five is best. <laughs> yeah, let's go for all five. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that yeah, be amazing? Yeah. I mean, really, like, you think about us as Christians and we pray, the people listening right now, praying for our schools, praying for our community, everything we've been through together the past few years, and now here's an incredible opportunity that we have to actually make a change, yeah. um, that we can do it. You have five people who are willing to, um, you know, give their time and their resources and and you know we we want to be a voice we want to make change and so yeah you know uh, we'll wrap up here shortly but there's so much happening in this country in this world and and for some reason our kids are the targets of a lot of this stuff whether it's the transgender or the whole lgbtq you know immense lobby that's out there we all know there's infiltrations of that in the high school or in in the Bemidji school system there's no doubt about it I think we have at least one transgender teacher already that it's difficult to deal with you got the whole bathroom issue you've got sports issues boys girls I mean it, it it's sort of a tsunami you know and then the critical race that's trying to creep in even though they say a lot of schools that oh we don't teach that well there isn't a course called critical race theory but it works its way in right Marie we'll start with you I, I mean all this is happening. And so, in my mind, we need a school board that's willing to dive in, look at this stuff, and protect our kids. I mean, that's kind of what this is about, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think, one of the problems is that 
when people say critical race theory, they mean different things. So when someone of a more leftist persuasion hears critical race theory, they think teaching history. That's sort of (laughs) their conceptualization of it when that's really not what it means. And no one here wants to remove any part of history from being taught to our kids. We want kids to be taught the good, the bad, and the ugly about our history. But when history is taught from a perspective to invoke shame, it just creates division between every group imaginable. And all of us in here have friends and family of every racial group, and that's wonderful. That's one of the best parts of our country. But creating an artificial... uh, view of history that makes it to invoke shame, I think is not learning from the mistakes of history. If we actually want to learn from the mistakes of history, then we have to actually have an inspiring message of, yes, bad things happened, but the arc of history of the United States has been towards the good. And we have been consistently trying to do better and to live up to the great ideals that we've espoused in our founding documents. And a school board is like a watchman on the wall for these sorts of things, right? Absolutely. Well, and that, that, like you said, they say that this stuff is not coming into schools and it is, of course, not under the banner of CRT. It's, It's... if we were to teach, there's a higher level of Christianity that's the really deep theological doctorate level stuff, and then there's the Sunday school version that we teach right. to kids. And unfortunately, there is a CRT higher level doctorate sort of stuff, and, the, and then when that is not in the schools, they say, well, there's no critical race yeah. theory. But there is the Sunday school version of Creeping critical in. race theory yeah. that is definitely coming into the schools. Dave, your thoughts on that, and, and again, as we... Uh, final comments. I mean, it's so important to be watchmen for this school, all the schools uh, in the QFM area. There's a lot of people running for school board for these reasons. Yeah. And, and you know, the key is relationships with people out there. The last couple of weeks from unsolicited, meaning I didn't ask for anybody's opinion. <laughs> people came to me and said one was a grandfather. His nine year old daughter came home saying she was ashamed of who she was. Wow. And he was like, well, why is that? Because of slavery. Well, did they tell you about 1865 and that civil war no. that changed that? No. You know, and mm. so it's not CRT. It's not a balanced thing. That's a nine-year-old coming home yeah. feeling that way. That's not a burden kids should be bearing. It, it, I mean, she had nothing to do with that, exactly. that back then. And another one coming, I uh, got an email from a teacher saying, oh, your daughter wants to use this boy's name from now on at school. Uh, no, she's not. Yeah. Okay. Parents, if they don't have a connection to to voice their concerns, uh, we're hooped. Well, and, God bless that teacher for actually reaching well, out to yes, the parents. Well, yes, they're required to do that at yeah. this point. Yes. But there are places in the country, and that's why I say it's trickle down. Exactly. It, that there will be no choice at some point. And those are the kinds of things. Those are unsolicited types of situations that are coming uh, to me from people that I am in the community with. And they're concerned. They're like, that. they might not even know what CRT means, but when your grandchild expresses that to you, you get yeah. concerned. Yeah. And you need somebody to connect with. And that's what all five of us are here for. Yeah. We want to get involved. We want to stand up. And like I said, I thought my responsibility was done in this. But it's very clear God has put his finger on me as well as these others have said that he wants us to stand up and be involved because this is grassroots. These are our children. These are the coming generation. And 
it's going to change mightily if we don't stand in the gap right now. Yeah, that's right. And let's have you come to just one more time. Again, these issues are real. You've had a, you know, some time to kind of get a pulse of the school district a little bit. A lot of parents uh, with the, like the Bemidji Parents Union, that kind of thing. These issues are real. And we need uh, you guys on that board to be watchful for these things, right? Absolutely. Um, My kids are a mixed race. My husband's Hispanic. Um, You know, so there is no room to be teaching these kids um, the CRT stuff and having them feel ashamed or whatever. Um, Because, you know, like Marie said earlier, that's that's the beauty of our country. Um, And we need to be teaching them the, you know, history. You know, you look at across the country, the reading and math scores are so low. And it's not good here either, right? Uh, no, it's not. I have a, my youngest has an IEP because she's so behind on reading. Hmm. Um, COVID obviously did not help that yeah. uh, for many reasons. But, um, you know, and we need to get back to the basics. Yeah. And we need to get these kids set up for the best future that they can possibly have. Um, and it, it takes a team. It takes the yeah. whole community. And you have to be willing to listen and um, get feedback. And, you know, it's not going to be an easy job being on the school board. But we need change because what we have right now is not working. Yeah. There is a place for certain things in school and there's a place for certain things um, at home. Um, yeah. And public school is not the place for some of your personal beliefs yeah, all those to filter in. things. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, these are our kids. No, I, I hear you. It's frustrating. <laughs> Nicole, one more time with you as well on this issue. You've been tracking with us for a while, too. And these issues are real. And uh, the school board is where it begins. I mean, being that watchman on the wall. Absolutely. I, too, have an interracial child. My daughter is part Native American. And I have yet to mark her as Native American on the school stuff. Yeah. Because I don't want her to feel that she's anything less or more than someone else that she's in school with. They want to do something, put your mind to it and do it. Yeah. That's what these kids need to realize, and we need to back them for that. Parents, make sure you tell your kids if they feel that something's not right in school. My girls have done it. Let let you know. Take a picture of it. Send it home. Um, Call it out. Don't be afraid to stand up because there's a lot of stuff that these kids are getting thrown at them that is not right. Yeah. Justin, I'm going to give you the last word. I mean, <laughs> you're an evangelist, for goodness sakes. I uh, manage a Christian radio station. We would love to have uh, Bemidji High School, you know, have the gospel uh, every day and so forth. It's a public school. There's going to be certain things you can and cannot do at the moment. We get that. But at the same time, public schools are a mess in many ways and it doesn't have to be that way does it well and and no it doesn't of course i mean the gospel brings peace and harmony and order and righteousness justice you know and and you know you look at the bible and you see um daniel uh brought to babylon and you know he was a faithful jew would pray to god and god raised him up and put his favor upon him as he did Joseph in a foreign land exactly right. where there was wickedness and unrighteousness. Um, so, you know, this is where we need to be. We need to be the light because really these issues are, are spiritual issues. 
Um, Ephesians chapter 6 says our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against principalities and powers of spiritual darkness. So there's a war going on for the hearts and the minds of our children. And whether, um, you know, you're, you're a Christian or not, you know, to raise your children to be a moral person, to have these values is, is really important. Of course, I want to see everybody saved. Yeah. I, want to see, I want to see that school see revival. I want to see Christ proclaimed and worshiped. He's the only answer. He's the only one that can bring true uh, change of heart. These are heart issues. Um, so that's my prayer is by serving on this, in some way I could bring the light of Christ uh, into the lives of others. And this is where we need to be. This is where yeah. God would have us. You met with the superintendent? Yeah, I to did. To work with him? Yeah, we had a great, we had a good conversation. We had a, a good conversation. I don't know him very well. Yeah. It's very early in the stage to say, exactly. you know, where he is or not. Um, the conversation we had was good. Um, you know, he wants to carry out the will of the board, which I thought was um, you know, good. So if, yeah. if the five are elected, that is his job, and he will be held accountable to that by the board. Um, when the board's elected in January, the board will uh, determine a new vision for the district. And um, that's what I'm excited about is if we can get on there, let's let's determine what are some of the you know significant key issues and let's come up with some resolutions. And then um, the district staff and, and the superintendent, his job and his staff is to go out and execute the will of the board, the, our vision. So, um, you know, as long as he does that and he's in line with the vision and he carries that out, then. You know, I yeah. have no problem with them. I don't. It's yeah. too early to say, really. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah. We no, we have to sure. try to work together. Um, if we get on there, and ultimately, God, I pray, will give us the vision for this district. Yeah. Here's the bottom line: when you get into the uh, voting booth, and you get to the school board, there's going to be 23 names on that ballot, and if you don't have an idea of who you're going to vote for before you go in there, you're just going to throw your hands up and go, I don't know what to do. So here's what you do. You can take a piece of paper right now, and you can write down these five names. And I'm going to have each of you. Dave, we'll start with you. Uh, your, uh, your name and what term you are running for. Let's just go right on down the line. Okay, Dave Wall, and I'm running for the four-year seat. I'm Marie Ritchie. I'm running for one of the two-year seats. And? I'm Anna Manneke, and I'm running for a four-year seat. Nicole Jaronson, and I'm running for a four-year seat. Justin Hoover, and I'm running for a two-year seat. And Phil, just if they, when you step in to vote, if you can't remember, just go on your phone and type in votebemidji.com. Look at the website, good. walk in, and vote for those five. Votebemidji.com, Marie. Yeah, and I would add that we're also having a meet and greet on yes. Friday um, at 5 to 7 at Hampton in the Mississippi room, and we'd love to talk with you and meet you in person and answer any questions that you had. Yeah, October 14th then, right? Yep, at October the Hampton, 14th, this Friday. Uh, yeah. At 5 o'clock. Yep, 5 to 7, so we'll All be there. All five of you will be there? Yep, and yeah, can that's answer awesome. any questions you had. Okay. This has been wonderful. Thank you guys for, for coming and sharing. And very, very important as we look to the future here in Bemidji. And here's the thing, too. Uh, no matter where you're listening from, there's elections going on in your school district. And you need to find out who you should vote for. And you can figure it out. It doesn't take all that long. Ask some questions. You don't want to go into that voting booth and find all of a sudden you've got eight choices or ten. I don't know if any other school has 23. But whatever it is, you want to know who you're voting for. 
This is the future, and this is kids we're talking about. So, all right. Thanks for listening. This is your life, God's truth, your QFM.